Today's guest is a woman who is disrupting the ordinary to create the extraordinary. An e-commerce expert, she is turning on and turning up opportunities in today's multi-trillion dollar online sales environment. So no matter what you're selling, you're going to want to know Ashley Armstrong, the e-commerce hidden rules expert who has successfully ignited online brands and sales by 140% in 30 days with proven product strategies. A mother, entrepreneur, best-selling author, and sought-after e-commerce authority, Ashley helps solopreneurs and multi-million dollar companies find millions of dollars they're leaving on the table through e-commerce business consulting and her Women in E-commerce Mastermind. If you want to know how to navigate the ins and outs of e-commerce to scale your business to eight figures, and who doesn't want that? Ashley Armstrong is your online master. Featured in Thrive Global, Fox News, NBC, ABC, CBS, Entrepreneur Medium, MSN, The List, Yahoo, Finance, Business Insider, and more, Ashley Armstrong is the key to your e-commerce success. A big welcome to our special guest, Ashley Armstrong. And thank you so much for being here today, Ashley. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, talk about an intro. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm like, is that oh, really me? <laughs> it is, it's all you. And I find it amazing when someone else tells, reads back your bio, you're just really totally amazed at what you've done. So congratulations. Yeah. So excited to have you here. We had some technical difficulties this morning. I'll tell you, both Ashley and I are like, whoosh, we're finally on air. Let's get this thing done. So I, my first question, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I know technology frazzles me, So, um, but here's our expert. So I'm going to ask our very first question. What do we need to perfectly position ourselves when selling online? Oh my gosh, that is definitely a loaded question and it is in my wheelhouse of genius. So I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. When it comes to online positioning, really at the end of the day, there's of course a few contributing factors that need to be taken into consideration. But at the very core of it, is we now know, especially through science and especially what happened with 2020 and the pandemic, over the course of 10 years, the online shopping has of course increased. That's kind of a given, we do know that. But with 2020 and everyone being stuck at home, the shopping patterns greatly changed. There are holes in the market that we were not able to access before, like some of those uh, markets that could be like the elderly individuals who were not shopping online, they didn't trust their credit card, or they did not know how to navigate online. They are all now online. And what we know for a fact is that people, they're not buying products when they're buying online. You go into a store, you pick up a product, you're buying the product. But when it comes to online, you're actually buying the pictures of products. So in order to properly position yourself online, of course, you need to understand and get to the bottom line of your branding, your messaging, your positioning, your targeted audience. And that's one aspect. But the other aspect is telling the story through visual representation, because we know that the human mind can only handle so much. And we have seven seconds of attention span to not only get someone's attention, educate them enough in order to make that educator buyer choice. That's seven seconds, which is absolutely crazy. So how do we do that? Well, we know that the brain and the eye can actually interpret information um, 13, within 13 milliseconds. And the brain can also interpret an image 60,000 times faster than text. So if you take all that into consideration and you put all the most important 
who, what, where, how, why, and when features, benefits, and everything into a storyboard outline through your visual representation that is on your listings, you're going to have a much better chance of capturing that new customer and driving them to not only the buy box, but to get them to understand who you are. And therefore, they're able to tell their friends and their family what the product was. They can clearly articulate it, which they become automatic raving fans. I love it. Oh my gosh, that is so much information packed into that one answer. I tell you, we, we could we could end the show right there, but I'm not going to. But oh my gosh, I, I totally agree with you. The visual representation is spot on. It is something that we have to hone in on and certainly it would be the number one strategy. So taking that a step further then, um, what would you say with um, positioning yourself on your website. If, if in fact we want to have that visual representation, are there any tips that you could suggest to those listening that might help them start to unravel that? Yeah, it's a really great question. You know, when it comes to e-commerce, we have, of course, our own personal websites. We also have a Facebook marketplace, technically, and we have third-party platforms like eBay, Amazon, Etsy, so on and so forth. And every single platform does have a little bit of their own rules that we have to take into consideration. So I'm just going to kind of blanket statement here, put the overall, you know, circumference of what you're looking at. First and foremost, when it comes to the visual representation, people need to understand the importance of this is not just for e-commerce sellers. It's also really important for anyone who's putting out any digital or content information. They know for a fact that people are going to skim 80% of a listing or a blog or a page of the written information, but they will look at every single image. So everything that I'm telling you now is perfect for not just product sellers, digital product sellers, but people who do blogs and everything else along those lines as well, where you want to put as much of the information from the blogs into the images as well to make sure that they are seeing the most important points that you want them to see because we know they're not actually going to read the text. But when you are looking into how you can really capitalize on your website or third-party marketplaces, you want to do a competitive analysis research. You really want to see what your competitors are doing, the pros and the cons. You get out a spreadsheet and start taking down the URLs and write down the good things you're finding, the bad things you're finding. The next thing you're going to want to be able to do is you want to get into the head of the consumer. And there's no better place than looking on third-party platforms that show the review. So Amazon is a perfect place. So if you have a similar product to what it is that you're selling, you want to find your competitors on that third-party platform because there's usually a whack load of reviews. And inside those reviews, you want to look at the good ones and you want to see what verbiage the consumer is using to describe the product, the end result, how easy it was for them to understand how to use their product, so on and so forth. Then you wanna to go to the bad reviews and you wanna see what they're confused about, the questions that they're not getting answered. And you wanna take those good and bad and you wanna pull out the bad of your competitor and leverage that as what differentiates you from the consumer or the, the competitor itself. And then you, the good ones, of course, you want to use the exact same verbiage that your consumers are using to talk about your product, how they're using your product, use the exact same words within all of your listing and in your images. Then you're speaking directly to the consumer because a lot of times as you know, business owners or product developers, we get too nitty gritty. We know too much. We get too technical and we assume that everyone knows what it is that we're selling or doing or they know what they're buying. They don't need to have any more education. But really, at the end of the day, they need to be educated again and again and again. So if you really can just do a quick little competitive analysis of the good and the bad and the ugly and making sure you're highlighting all the good points that you have and making sure that you're saying, I am not like these guys, you're really going to set yourself up for success. 
I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do some, anal uh, just do some homework, go to the, I mean, Google and Amazon provides so much information for us. So would yeah. you say that too, not just images, but video and just tagging onto that, we have a number mm -hmm. of coaches that are tuning in and what would you suggest for them seeing it? That, that is something that is much more, uh, it's not tactile like a product, but it is a, a service. And uh, I don't know, I mean, there are books on Amazon written by coaches, but I'm, I'm not sure. Personally, I would look at very successful coaches' websites. That would just be one of my takeaways. But do you have any other um, insights and maybe just a little tidbit about how we market an intangible? Yeah, you know, even as, a, as if you are a coach, you still have to show up appropriately with your visual representation, even as a service that you're providing. Because again, people don't read. We know this. It's a proven fact that people don't read. So if you are a service provider and say you help women lose weight or something along those lines, you would want to show before and after. You want to show an entire process of what someone's going to experience when they're working with you. So I would love everyone to kind of just envision this. Do you remember those old... Um, sort of TV shows like the QVC and the Home Shopping Network and the Be Seen on TV type of quick little reels when they're talking about a product. They always go with, oh, pain, or I'm overweight, or I'm not doing so good. They're always showing the pain point of the consumer. And then they're going to go into the product, the features, the benefits, and then it's going to be the end result. So if you want to understand whether you're selling a product or you are selling a service, it's really the same thing. You really want to make sure that you're tracking the entire course of what the consumer is going to experience with you from the beginning to the end. And so, as you said, you definitely want to take a look at, you know, other coaches platforms. What are they doing good? What are their reviews are? Look at all their social profiles. Absolutely. And you want to make it as clear and concise as possible. And I highly recommend you look at the story brand version of setting up your website, especially for people who are service-based. So anyone who's doing coaching, because it's very structured, it's very outlined, it's very minimalistic. So you're really nailing what the person needs to know as fast as possible on your main home landing page. So that would be the best place to look at is looking at the QVC type of style. So you can kind of get that beginning, middle and end and how you can kind of incorporate that into your product or your service space. And then I take a look at Story Brand Outline and how they structure their websites because it, it really is amazing how we see so many sales pages and landing pages and websites and it's text, 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 and lots and lots and lots and lots of text, but no one really reads it. But if we can get it clear, concise, and really hit you know, your, major, your main statement, your value proposition, your three points that you're working on, and then the function, the function and the flow the customer is going to experience with you. And then you just drive them right into book a strategy call with me now or join my program right now. <laughs> right, yeah, no, I mean, that is so powerful. I mean, listen up everyone, because really I do go to many websites and I have to admit there is way too much text. And in fact, you inspired me because we had a call earlier and I certainly understand the power of visual. And uh, I, I went back to my homepage and actually took out most of the text. And not only does it flow better, but it just feels clean. It just feels open. Yeah. I use pictures. Um, and I, I wanna say to those entrepreneurs out there, if you don't have enough of your own photos, you can get free stock photos that beautifully represent what you're, the message that you're trying to 
put through and then just put a little bit of verbiage there of the message and the story and stories. We all resonate with stories. So the, the, so much valuable information here, Ashley. It's just incredible. And this really is going to be the market to be in the future. I mean, if it's not now, I mean, it's certainly, it's a multi-trillion dollar industry and it's just going to keep growing. And it's something that I specialize in, which is a creative intelligence coach. And we certainly want to expand your creativity and get you into that mode of thinking visually. So <clears throat> one of the key things that you did speak to me about, and this is more on a mindset level, which is really important, mm. especially when we're, on, we're entrepreneurs and working for ourselves. You have something what you call a failure muscle, which you have coined. Maybe share some of that with us. Yeah, one thing that I love to ask everyone whenever we start working together or they're in part of my mastermind communities or whatnot is how often are you flexing your failure muscle? And usually when I ask that question, I usually get a little bit of a blank stare, like, what do you mean by that? Like everyone kind of understands the word failure, but really if you think about it, when we think back to our education system and how we're brought up, failure is not acceptable. We're not allowed to get Bs in some families. We're definitely not allowed to get Cs or Ds or Fs or whatnot. You can't fail your first driver's test. You're not allowed to you know, fail at anything really in life. You can't fail at your marriage. You can't fail at this, but really at the end of the day, failure is just a lesson learned, really. And so what I like to do is I would like to swip, you know, flip the switch on how that word is being used because it's used in more of a negative connotation. So if we look at it as like a muscle, we go to the gym and we're working at a muscle, it's going to get stronger. We're, you know, walking, if we're talking, if we're singing, you're getting our voice, it's a muscle that we're getting stronger. So it just works better for us. So with the failure muscle, it's just, you know, let's re reposition it. It's not a failure. It's a lesson learned. What's the silver lining? What can you take away from that? And just really lean into the fact that the more that you use it, the stronger it gets, the easier it is for you to get back up and going again. So any pitfalls or anything that we have, we very quickly start realizing, okay, this happened. Why did this happen? Let's reverse engineer it. Did I, you know, what steps did I take? Was the outcome what I wanted? And if it wasn't what I wanted, what were those steps and how can I make a different choice to try this again? And then if once you go through that process again and again and again, every time a molehill kind of comes up or a problem that you need to solve, you quickly go into those actual step modes where you're detecting and correcting yourself in order to be able to get back up and do it again. And then just the more times that you fail, it's just like, well, this is not technically a failure. This is a lesson learned on what the next step's going to be to help you move forward. Yes, absolutely. That's such great advice because often um, we see failure as a negative. But we need yeah. to start to see it as, like you said, a lesson learned or, okay, that didn't work, but that just taught me that there needs to be another way to do it. Um, we all go through it. I mean, everything, especially today, we're learning at such a rapid rate. We've had to pivot so quickly from, you know, a live events to, you know, doing these live streams and everyone's had to get comfortable with uh, things on, on the internet and technology and connecting with all these different platforms and what works best for you. And we're still experimenting. I mean, I see people that yeah. have specialized in li live events for their entire career. That's their companies and COVID hit and they're like, whoa, you know, um, so that's not working today. And But in doing that, what's happened is we've been able to make a broader reach you know, uh, yeah. just in this type of forum. I, it's so exciting and uh, you're right. I, I have a, another individual who says failure is fertilizer. So I just keep that in the top of my mind and I think, yes, I'm planting 
the seeds and I'm putting that fertilizer right on top of them to grow a little bigger. <laughs> Always that. That's so now best. you, I love that. Yeah. Isn't that the best failure is fertilizer. Yep. It just puts it in a really succinct and, and visual. If you want to put it that yes. way, a visual um, opportunity. <laughs> I, yeah, I wanted you to share just briefly because you shared this with us, with me on the phone um, about the visual, because I really resonated with the story that you told me about Bert's bees. Um, and oh, just yeah. swinging full circle back to that because that was a story. And yet you showed me the, the example uh, of how they are using visualization to market a product and they didn't need a word of text or voiceover. So maybe just share that so people can get an idea of how that works. Yeah, I really appreciate that question. And this is it is a lot of fun. So anyone who's watching this, I highly recommend you play along with us here. You know, as I said before, you know, the visual representation is super important. But a lot of the times a lot of people are like, what do you mean, actually? How do, how do I figure this out? How do I change the text into a visual? And I'm like, well, number one, that's what you bring me in for. And I help you figure that out. But for yourself, if I'm not there, the easiest way to figure it out is first and foremost, let's play a little fun. Go over to Google, type in Burt's Bees. Go into the image tab that's in the very bottom there underneath your search bar. And what you're gonna see is all their marketing camp, well, not all of them, but a, a good large chunk of their marketing campaigns and a lot of the visual graphics that they use for their company. And so what you're going to notice between, of course, they have, you know, their typical, their text for the fonts, they have the typical colors for the company. So their branding and everything is in place. So that's kind of one thing you want to look at. They're very consistent across all of it. Very, very important. But what they use is they use visual representation and placement of words. So if they were going to be selling a lip balm, instead of telling you it's a specific flavor or smell or whatever, they'll have as an example, a cup of hot chocolate pouring into the lip balm and they have these little leaves of mint that are floating around everywhere. And you very quickly know that that's a chocolate mint flavored lip balm. And they do the same thing where they have like cracked open half coconuts that moved into like a, a parachute that's like has like a little strawberry hanging down from it you know it's a coconut strawberry flavored item <laughs> so really at the end of the day you're like how can i incorporate that into what it is that i'm doing and so specifically for your platform you're like you help creative individuals well what's a visual representation for creativity a lot of times you can go to um as you say that there's platforms where you can get free stock images or paid stock images and you can just type in the word creative and sometimes you're going to see like the brain where half of it is splitting down you have colors on this side and you have colors on that side or you have wheels that are kind of turning in there or you can have like paintbrushes or whatever visual representation is for creative you can use that or if you have a product that's for a dog instead of saying it's for a dog you'd have a paw print or you'd have an actual dog or if you have something that's used for your home instead of saying it's used for a home have a picture of a home and have a picture of an office and have a picture of wherever it might be so that again we know that the human eye and brain can interpret a visual 60,000 times faster than a text so try to replace as much text as you possibly can with visuals and then you can of course put a little bit of text and bullet points on top of those visuals to really get it clear but just try to see how you can swap it out it's a fun game to be quite honest with you <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. And here it is. This is inspiration, inspiration at your fingertips. I mean, this is what I do all the time. I go and I use technology to help me get inspired. Now, you know, like, like uh, Ashley just said, um, pull up a QVC or pull up Burt's Bees, anything of that nature. And then when you're looking for videos or pictures, 
pull some up, put images of, uh, if you just a plug in on Google, images of say a fun, images of dogs, images of weight loss, you'll just come up with a whole raft of photographs and these could be used as inspiration. And then you can get some free stock video and pictures just by Googling free stock video or free stock images. Um, these tools are here for us to serve us and use them, but use them for inspiration as well. I just love that. The light bulb goes on every time I look at something. Frankly, I either get inspired or I get uninspired by saying, okay, that's what I don't want to do. I don't know if that's yes. ever happened to you, but you know, <laughs> all, the you time. See, okay, all the time, that's, that's where I don't want to go. But now that you've got this, this kind of idea that visual is where we need to go is where we need to be on this virtual platform, get some inspiration and it's right there at your fingertips and have some fun. I love it. I'm like, Ashley, I go on there and I'm like, but you got to be careful. You don't get carried away. <laughs> you can spend the whole day yeah. you know, just looking at pretty pictures. You can get sucked down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can really get sucked down that rabbit hole. That's for sure. But if you put a little time, you know, time blockage on yourself and your research mode, you'd be good to go for the most part. But at the end of the day, the other thing I would love to make sure that I really make sure I put a little bit of the spotlight and highlight on. Sure. Because we are creators, because we are the experts, again, as I said beforehand, we are too knowledgeable. And a lot of times, especially yes. when I'm speaking with product-based business owners, when they develop a product from scratch, it's their baby. Whether it's an mm. online program or course or a physical product, it's your baby. It's the, it's, you know what I mean? So what ends up happening is sometimes you can't see outside your, your vision, you know, tunnel for the most part, right? So, you know, you really want to try to do your best to detach yourself from it, because if you're too much in love with what it is that you're doing, then you're unable to see the flaws or you're unable yes. to take, you know, credit, you know, very nice criticism that very well could help you move forward, you know, in that particular case. So you have to really detach yourself. And you can ask your friends and family, of course, what you what they think about your new website or your product listing page or how you're describing your new coaching program or whatever it might be. But they're not really your targeted audience. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. So there's too many times where I speak with people and they're like, I absolutely love it, but they're not really willing to listen to like the strategic information that is given to them by a professional who's been doing it for 10 years. They just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do my own thing. And that's perfectly fine. By all means, you are the person who's running it and owning it. So if you know, you know, but I also want to say, just be careful that you're not too in love with it. that You're unable to see what other people who are an expert in your field are providing you. Cause you know, sometimes you can save yourself tens of thousands of dollars by listening to some, some advice that's given to you. But if you can detach yourself from it, ask for other people's opinions. And if you can get other people's opinions that you're ideal consumers, that's even better. So you can do that very easily by um, one, if you have a community, a Facebook group or audience, or you have followers, ask them what they think, ask them what they like, what they don't like, right? right? Because again, we don't, we're not the ones who are buying our products. It's those people who are buying our products. So they have to connect with it. They have to understand it in order for them to buy from it. Because a confused mind never buys. So you yes, want to keep it as simplistic as possible. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you don't have an audience, then you can pay for an audience. You can go to Usability Hub. There's lots of platforms that are just like that where you pay for critique, basically. So you can put in a website, you can put in a picture, you can put in a sales copy, you can put in literally anything. And you can even pay a little extra to get down into your targeted market. So male, 
15 to 20 or whatever it might be, they can break it down. And so the users on the back end of these sites, they have to go through whatever it is that you want an opinion on and they have to physically write out feedback, what they liked, what they didn't like, what made sense, what did not make sense. So again, if you don't have an audience to get that feedback, then you can pay for it. And I highly recommend every time you go to launch something, try to get as much feedback from as close to your ideal consumer as best as possible, because then you're gonna come out of the gate completely winning rather than having to split test, split test, split test, split test a lot more and not really sure where that cash flow is coming in. So definitely set yourself up for success by um, getting other people's opinions. I love that. I, I would like to put that in the lower third. What was that? Usability hub? Is that? Yeah, usab is that yeah usabilityhub.com. Usabilityhub.com. Let's um, yeah. put that in the lower third and <clears throat> excuse me, everybody just make a note of that if you don't have a group or you don't have people. What I also like to do, Ashley, is uh, do a survey. You can actually do a really simple mm -hmm. poll on Facebook. It's all built for you there. All I have to do is hit the poll yep. um, listing and you could do three or four, five, six, doesn't matter and have people check off their, their top or their bottom and bingo, you've got a survey already done, which is again, uh, you know, getting your audience to see what it is that's resonating with them or what isn't resonating yeah. with them. So fabulous tip. I love that. And yes, absolutely. I agree, Ashley, be open. Um, and it, yeah. you know, I think that that's a, there's a mindset thing there because some people might see it as criticism, but it's not really, it's like you said, if you're completely married to your, your product or your service, you need to have other people be surveyed and other people to at least give you feedback to see where it is yeah. that you're excelling because we want to, we definitely want to celebrate our wins and where you can, you know, just maybe open it up and do a little bit more, but that's, it leads us right into our next conversation, which is perfect. Um, I know that you're building out an e-commerce for a mastermind for women. So I'm really excited about this because I'm all about the female entrepreneur and maybe share some of that information with our audience. Yeah, I really love that you brought that up. And at the end of the day, because I have been doing what I've been doing for the last decade, all of my mentors, everyone I've ever worked with have all been male, which is nothing wrong with that. I love my male mentors because they really push me extremely hard. <laughs> but I'm a pro ex-pro athlete, so I'm used to like, you know, needing to get that kind of like that kick in the pants, I guess you could say. Right. And so what I have found over the last decade of, you know, doing training courses and programs and joint venture partnering with lots of other experts within our space, I end up attracting a lot of women. And then, you know, afterwards, I'm always following up. What did you think? What can I do better? And they're always like, we would love to just have a community where it's safe. I can be vulnerable because most industries are very male dominated. We're, we can definitely say that, but the e-commerce industry is exceptionally male dominated. And, um, you know, they just want to be able to be heard and seen from someone who understands what it is that they're going through and for. And a lot of the times I end up getting the feedback of like, I see myself in you, you're a mom and you have kids and you have like, you know, older parents and you have a really sick dog and you're running around to all these doctor's appointments and you're still running a business and it's multiple businesses. And, you know, I need to hear from someone who understands. <laughs> 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 right but we need to have that safe space and really at the end of the day like many businesses it's shiny object pushing like nobody's business and i swear to gosh i just you can't move forward if you're constantly switching you know gears you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, and so mm -hmm. you know the whole concept of you focus on one or two things three things to, you know max you're going to get miles worth of progress but if you're focusing on six to ten things you're going to get millimeters worth of progress and so with our mastermind community not only do we provide a safe space you get expert help 
but I have over 25 guest experts from all different areas in business that I bring in twice a month. So it's basically like revolving summit all the time based on what the members want. So our last week, we just had one, uh, a question of like, how do I properly price my products? So we brought in mm, a perfect. marketing strategist who broke down the different types of pricing strategies that you need to take into consideration, the percentages and so on and so forth. And so really at the end of the day, all we are talking about is each individual business, where they are at right now, and what question do they have right now? So we can give them clarity so they can move forward. It's not about try this strategy, try this strategy, try this software tool, try this one. Cause it's just like, you haven't even had a chance to like even test the first bloody thing out that you're trying to implement. So really at the end of the day, it's for the women, they are the ones who are creating what they want to learn. They tell me, I have celebrity guest experts as well who are coming in to answer their questions. And it's really just one of those small incubator communities that's for the women, about the women, supporting the women. And we bring in women guest experts, a few men as well, um, but mostly women experts is, and to really just make sure that we're creating a community because women in, in entrepreneurial space is the largest growing sector right now. And so oh, not everyone yeah. needs to have a women focused mastermind. I completely am aware of that. But I tell you, when you get to be around some other, you know, badass women who are like, you know, taking action every day, they're moving forward with their business and everyone is helping everyone else out because we all have expertise to bring to the table. We all have different business models. We have drop shippers. We have and products that are made by hand. We have Etsy sellers, Amazon sellers. We have product manufacturers. We literally have someone from every single sector of the e-commerce space, and they're literally doing this. What do you think about this? Or what do you, try this one out? Or what about this software tool? Or take a look at this as an example. And it's amazing because the community lifts itself up and the women help each other out. And it's just one of those things that just resonates with a lot of people. And um, I'm just really excited to, you know, kind of be the spoke, you know, the center spoke. And I'm just putting all these other really amazing people into that. So it's a nicer conference wheel where we can just support each other all the way around. Oh, my God. It sounds amazing. I'm going to jump in immediately. <laughs> I just not only is it support, but therein lies your survey, your audience. Therein lies your possible customers. You can help each other. Yep. I mean, because everyone is coming from a different area of expertise or of product or, and someone might bring up a question that you wouldn't even have thought of, but it's like, yeah, I need to know that. Like the pricing, oh my gosh, it's it sounds magnificent. So how often do you get together? I'm curious. And I know we're gonna have once this link in our in her bio. So anyone and everybody once a week, that is that, that will keep you yeah. energized. And I have to tell you, being around people that lift you up is going to yes. help you step into your greatness because there is nothing like magnetizing energy. And that's what happens oh, yeah. in these groups. It's great, isn't it? I mean, you just, you feel the energy from others and those that are people are stepping out of their comfort zone. I love it. Oh my gosh, it sounds so exciting. It's, it's uh, we're it's gonna have wonderful. that link. Yeah, it sounds like it. And I love that you're bringing in people from all different industries. I mean, that is something that, you know, we can all learn from each other. I mean, there's something 100%. for everybody in that. Yeah, so fantastic. So with that being said, a question for you. I know you have two daughters and would you recommend them becoming entrepreneurs when they get a little older? Oh, hell yeah. Hell no, I want them to start now. <laughs> They're 10 oh. and 12. Yeah, they, they've been they've been helping me out, you know, pretty much their whole life as, you know, sort of being little entrepreneurs. They will go and take everything out of our cupboards and set up a little store in our living room and invite us over to their store. And they'll make like little video um, ads 
with each other on their iPads or cell phones and they'll email them or send them to us a messenger and like the store is open. We have drinks and cakes and da 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 25 cents. And then we know to come out of the bedroom and go shopping at their store. So I absolutely love it. But really at the end of the day, you know, my particular background when it comes to the education system, if you're going to school for something super particular that needs to have a degree or a piece of paper in order for you to be able to even do it, 100% go to school, go to the university, whatever it might be. But if you're going for some generalized, you know, whatever it might be, marketing or whatever, why even bother going to school? Because you're technically at the end of the day, you're going to be working with someone who one's taking your money, two, teaching you something out of a book that's not exactly what's happening right now in 2021. And then at the end of it, you have a big, huge bill that you got to pay off by finding a job to implement what it is that you learned at school. Where I'd much rather my children, and we have these conversations all the time, if you love graphic design, which my oldest one does, she knows she wants to be a graphic designer. She knows she wants to go into that space. She's uber creative, like you wouldn't believe. I'd much rather her go find a mentor that's in the graphic design space that can literally help her build a business as she's learning about that industry. So by the time she invests that, you know, 30 grand or 50 grand or whatever it might be, now I am talking high level, but obviously there's smaller programs that you can do um, that you know, can help you get a leg up. But by the time you're done with it, you have a fully operating business that is going to be able to provide you income rather than a big debt, you know what I mean? A big bill that you yeah. need to have. So I'm constantly trying to get them to obviously get into it. Um, you know, I have like eight books out you know, and, you know, bestsellers and six of them are actually about my children for my children in case I died early one day because I wanted to leave them, you know, something, you know, right. just in case, you know, how to be an entrepreneur, <laughs> how to deal with bullies, how to create a vision board and all these fun things. So they were part of that process. And now I'm trying to be like, okay, let's publish a book. You love art. Let's do a coloring book. It's super simple, super easy. Let's get you out there. Let's get the ball started. And so part of them is like, I don't really want to be like what mom does because they see me always working behind my computer. But the other part of them is like, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to go into work or do I want to work in the stock market like dad and do day trading and do drawing and then work online like mom? So they're kind of, they're starting to understand now that they're getting into like, you're going to be 16 soon. You're going to have to go for a job soon, which of course they're going to have to definitely get their entry level jobs. That's a total must in my personal opinion. Customer service, super important on, you know, following structures and procedures, super important. But they're now starting to be like, okay, I'm starting to understand this. I want to have control of my life. I want to be able to make those decisions. So I'm still in the battle of trying to get them to be okay with being an entrepreneur. But either way, I really couldn't care. As long as they're healthy and they're happy and they're enjoying life, whatever they choose to do, I'm 100% going to support them. But I still want them to learn how to be able to make their own money on the side because 2020 taught us anything. None of your job security is what you thought it was going to be. No matter how high level or low level, it doesn't matter where you are. We, I yeah. think everyone realized that uh, their jobs aren't as secure as they thought they were. So, you know, one of those side and hustles the world. is always good to have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the yeah. world is changing so fast. Changing. I mean, you know, these yeah. are, these are just things that have uh, sped things up, but you're absolutely right. There's yeah. so much information now on the internet. Free information. Free. <laughs> And you can take knowledge courses. Um, here's the thing, because information is at our fingertips nowadays, the information that in the old days when you would go to school and university and learn, 
Well, that was knowledge that you absorbed through being in, cl in class and getting a degree. But nowadays you Google it and everybody has access to the same information. So what is yeah. now the most critical, uh, I guess, aspect that corporations are looking for, even, even if you're an entrepreneur or you're going for a corporate job, is critical thinking. And what's the key to critical thinking is creativity. You know, and that's something yep. that, you know, uh, there's there's a discussion always about how to how do you um, teach creativity? It's not really a how it's a, it's creating a space and an environment. But that gets into a whole nother discussion. But you're absolutely right. I mean, the world is changing and people are learning that we can be as successful and prosperous on online and have that knowledge and then just go for it. And of course, your mom and your sh showing by example, I mean, when they see you and you, they see dad, I mean, in a way, he's kind of his own boss too. So, you 100%. know, that leads 100%. So that leads me actually into my next question, which is what has been the most rewarding aspect of being your own boss? And what mm. tidbit of information would you give a woman who is looking to make the leap? Um, okay, well, the probably this isn't going to be a little odd when I say most rewarding, um, but I'm Canadian and I was living in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico for almost 14 years. So I'm an expat and in a country where I did not know the language when I got there. <laughs> and I, my, my Spanish still totally blows in a lot of cases, um, but now I'm back in Canada. And what ended up happening to us, oh my gosh, I think about six years ago now, we ended up having a level five hurricane come through, which was worse than Katrina, but it wasn't really super publicized because, you know, it's Mexico, it's Cabo San Lucas. And it was the scariest bloody thing I've ever been through. I still get post-traumatic stress if I see or hear of a hurricane coming in or like, you know, when 2020 happened and everyone was like buying everything off the shelves, like it put me right back into that. You know, we had guns going off we had people walking around with machetes we had fires being built up in the streets it was just crazy so we got you know evacuated out luckily but we're technically refugees sleeping on people's floors that we could sleep on and we didn't even know if we can go home we couldn't access our money because in mexico your money is in a bank you can't access it unless you walk in and talk to a teller um and i just came back from a three-month um, vacation as well so we were like waiting to get back to work to remake our money that we basically just spent for the most part so it was one of those just really weird uh, really weird occasions. But what ended up saving us is the fact that I had an internet business. Mm. I was consulting and I had my, you know, uh, I created a seven figure physical product business as well. So I had, you know, staff in China and I was, you know, making and selling products online and whatnot. And that was the most rewarding aspect. We couldn't access our cash. We literally didn't have a home. We didn't know if we had anything to go back to. It was, everything was blackout. We, it was just crazy. And we were sleeping on people's floors of family members and friends, wherever they would take us for months, still mm. unknowing if we can go home, still not able to talk to anyone down there because all the power lines were out, the phone towers were out. And it's a third world country. So you can just imagine how much longer it takes for them to kind of get things up and going. But we were able to save our bacon because I had an online business. Wow. Yeah. You know, Hindsight's 2020. Yeah. You're like, why is it really that important? It's like, well, when 2020 is a perfect example as well. When it hits yes. the fan, <laughs> yeah. it's just when the shit hit for the, the most part. <laughs> I'm wow. glad that you said that... it, not me. But yeah, yeah so no, that was I one mean, of the most rewarding things. Wow, that's really uh, 
a lesson learned in life. Uh, that is, yeah, so important to know. And of course, here we are, you know, uh, in yeah. 2021, and just look at things have changed so much. But uh, well, yeah. I'm so glad that you were in the internet space and you were able to save your bacon, as you say, because you're absolutely right. Um, and like you said, this this field that you're in, e-commerce, oh my gosh, it's huge. And I'm telling yeah. everyone here, they have to go and check out Ashley's page. They have to go and at least um, take a peek at what's available. And that leads me to actually, Ashley has some incredible offers. She's got three offers and you'll be able to find those in her bio on the summit directory, but she's going to tell us a little bit about those right now. Yeah. So the first one is, you know, I, you know, used to be a consultant for multi-million dollar businesses and now I've really stepped back where I'm able to help uh, entry level and mid-sized companies as a business advisor. So basically like a person who's on your board of directors for the most part. And so I have a strategy session that is available to you guys with the 20% off, which is awesome. It's action packed. You have to have a pen and paper. We record it because it's a lot of information all jam packed into answering the questions to where you are at right now for your e-commerce business. So that's offer number one to help you guys get going and get that uh, expert support and help that you're looking for. And the other one that we have is um, we have the Women in E-commerce Mastermind Community, which is still at its um, entry level. So it's the early adopters pricing right now, which I'm really, again, super excited. We have 25 guest experts, celebrity guest experts that come in every single month. We do four calls a month, once a week, every Wednesday at 11 a.m and you get to have hot seats with me. We have our support community where you can ask questions and get some help. And then, as I said before, we have guest experts to answer some questions that you have as well. And then outside of that, I also have, this is for e-commerce people, but really, even if you're not in e-commerce, it could help you. We have uh, four drag and drop product infographic templates that are ready to go that you can download right now, super simplistic. They use Canva, which of course they are on the free account. Mm -hmm. So you can easily get an account with Canva if you don't have one right now in their free version. And all you do is literally take your existing product images and or stock images um, that you have and you just literally drag them and drop them into the templates and then you add a little bit of bullet points. And then therefore you've put yourself in a position where you're educating the shopper about who you are, what you do, what you're selling, the problems that you're serving in order for you to get them to add your product to their shopping cart and buy. <laughs> so there you go. Lots of, wow, lots of so, fun stuff. Yeah, so generous as well. I mean, uh, everyone go, just go to the Summit Directory page and you'll find all of Ashley's information and those links and be sure to connect with her on social media. She's everywhere. Being an e-commerce uh, queen, as I call her, and I just want to say thank you so much, Ashley. Oh my God, this has been such a information-packed uh, session. Um, I my head is reeling, and I just I can't wait to go and check out all of your links and your page. And I'm definitely going to step into that that mastermind. It sounds exciting and something that I think all women could use. And uh, again, I want to say thank you coming to us from Vancouver, Canada. Uh, and yep, yep. it's beautiful, beautiful sunny day apparently today. I asked her at the top of the call and she said it's been beautiful all week. So it's gorgeous. I hope you, yep. I hope you get a chance to get out there and at least take a little bit of rays because I know how cloudy and rainy it can get. But it is a beautiful town. Yes. I've been there several times being originally from Canada. And thank you once again, Ashley. Um, so excited for what you're doing. And I know one thing I did want to bring up. 
before we go is just tell our audience there's exciting news happening in your world. And I just want you, yeah. I know it's in, in the works, but I just want people to get an idea of how this, you know, the excitement of being an entrepreneur and how you can just keep expanding and exploring new ideas and new ways to, uh, you know, share your knowledge and your, your inspiration with the world. So just tell our audience what's happening in your world. Yeah, well, you know, one thing that I didn't actually get to answer was, you know, if I could sort of inspire someone to sort of take action. And I really want to make sure women understand. I've been doing this for a decade. But when I started, I was in a third world country where I could not get a job. I had to create my own job for the most part. And at that time, I was technically too afraid to leave my house because of cartel and, you know, all these other things that are mm. happening around. That's a whole other story for another another day. But from someone who was too afraid to leave her house, who was able to build a seven-figure business from her bed, and now I'm, you know, a regular guest expert, a national Emmy award-winning TV show. That's the list that you can see on all major networks, and I'm in the process of developing my own TV show for our e-commerce space, and I'm working directly with some really amazing PR and publicity firms that specifically work with e-commerce sellers to get them. Um, put into TVs and magazines and everything else underneath their, and underneath the sun. So it's really, really amazing how we're bringing all these different worlds together that were very much separated before. And now we're bringing it to make it so much easier for product-based sellers or companies to get more exposure, get product placement, but also being able to be on, you know, a recognized TV channel that's going to be a web series and then we're going to be moving it over into an actual network that you can see like on ABC or Fox. We haven't figured out which channel we're going to do yet, but that's in the works and it's all about bringing the community as much support and some as much help and as much exposure as possible, but also providing them, you know, the expertise that myself, and my business partner have had for, you know, over about 25 years between the two of us of, of helping brand companies, you know, get themselves up and going. And, and I'm super excited. Like we can't really talk about too much until it's in the writer's guild for protection. Right. So it's not, it's pretty much all I can say right now, but it's, it's, I'm like, I had no idea I was going to be making a TV show or even be a, you know, regular guest expert on a national I mean, TV show. So it's, you just got to start, ladies. You just yeah. got to start with one small thing. And then, you know, time bypasses you anyway. So you might as well take some actual steps of something that expires you, something that excites you. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You just keep taking you those never steps. Know. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Know. Take, take the action. Get inspired. Possibilities are yeah. everywhere. I mean, just look at Ashley. Yep. You know, I mean, this is that was a fabulous story. I'm so glad you shared that because it just goes to show you that, especially now with technology, you can do anything. You can do anything. And if yeah. you're afraid to be on camera, if you're afraid to, you know, uh, technology bothers you, find someone to help you. And, you know, oh, Ashley yeah. can help you find your voice. I can help you find your voice. I mean, it, once you step into that world, you overcome that and overcoming that then gives you the confidence to keep doing it. Right. I mean, Oh, I, hell yeah. Absolutely. Just not, like just I would born. Go ahead. Yeah. I, you know, I was just gonna say like, at the end of the day, like I'm not this person now, like a year ago, like I would be found on the know? floor in the fetal position crying because I had oh. to go and do like Facebook lives. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is really scary. <laughs> or I have to go and do like a national TV show from my 
bathroom because I had construction going everywhere and I had to set up this whole thing. And my producer's like, what the hell are you doing in your bathroom? I'm like, well, do you want construction sounds or do you want to have an echo? You choose. <laughs> but you know, it's, I'm freaking out. You know, you go through it, panic attacks and anxiety. Like it's all part of it. It's part of the journey. Enjoy it. Enjoy the day, every moment, everything that you can get. And you know, like flexing your failure muscle, you'll get over it. You'll get through it. Just lean into it and default to action. Default to yes. action is the only thing you need to do. And you're good to go. Oh my God. There you go, ladies. There's no excuse. Let's get out there and do it. We're changing the world. That's yeah. why this is the female entrepreneur revolution. If you need help, reach out because we're all here to support and, and, and help you grow. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, 100%. you know, possibilities are everywhere today. I mean, let's just do it. Uh, again, once again, thank you so much, Ashley. Oh my gosh, I know you and I could probably go on for hours. <laughs> we have so Forever. much in common. Yep. <laughs> Forever. But yeah, forever. <laughs> but listen, I appreciate your time because I know you're super busy and have so much on your plate. But this is the kind of thing that we do. We share with each other so that we can lift each other up. Mm -hmm. So be sure to yeah. check out those pages and be sure to follow me as well on Instagram. And if also you're looking to uh, step into your epic career and success, go to janeapplegath.com. We have all kinds of great things brewing and courses, etc. And be sure to tune in for more experts coming your way. And this is the Epic Vision Zone, transforming your dreams into epic success. Have a great day, everyone. Congratulations for signing up for the Female Entrepreneur Revolution. We're bringing you some of the most exciting female entrepreneurs from around the globe to share with you their knowledge, their ideas, their inspiration, and more importantly, their resources to elevate you to prosperity and freedom. And by being here, you're on the cusp of something great, your epic future. I'm Jane Applegath, founder of the Epic Vision Zone and producer of the Female Entrepreneur Revolution. Be sure to get your VIP pass and join me after the summit on June 16th for a very special VIP coaching session where we'll have hot seating, summit Q&A, and a special guest appearance by one of our speakers just for you, where we'll ignite your vision, up-level your confidence, and set you on the path to your dream's epic success. This is your opportunity calling. It's time to take action. Get your VIP pass now. I can't wait to see you on the other side.